Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. The delay of game penalty that changed 2020. The Marshawn Lynch tease. And after this weekend, you won't remember the Titans. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. It's episode 67 of your favorite NFL podcast. Thanks for listening wherever you are in the world. Happy New Year. We're Mike United to do the Happy New Year thing in a couple different languages. Feliz año. Yep. Buon ane. Yep. Xinyin Kwaila. Not quite, but we'll go with it. Xinyin Kwaila. Buon anno. Yeah, happy Farvin New Year, wherever you are listening from those of us at Look Who's Talking and Huck Media Incorporated. Um, yeah, hope you had a good one. Hope you uh, popped some champagne and managed to stay up past midnight. Uh, I like evening coffees. It's never a problem for me. Uh, my phone fucking died, though, like literally during New Year's. So I bought another one of those gas station chargers on the way back from Muskoka. And? Uh, it'll work for about six hours, you know? <laughs> why, why can they sell things that don't work? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, that's, that's part of this equation here. It's like the only thing in the world that you can just sell. And it's just this expectation that, <laughs> yeah, I know, this will stop working tomorrow. And probably ruin my fucking phone. 2020, it's here, baby. Yeah, it's uh, it's a long time since we've been we've been alive a long time. You know, I remember yeah. 1999. I do. Y2K, that was a thing. People, anyway, I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Of course, you remember 20 years ago, Jeff. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I hope so. I'm just saying. Uh, been alive a long time. Full NFL careers I've watched. Let's uh, <laughs> let's nip that in the bud here. I heard you say just off the top that I'm. I hope you made it to midnight. Yeah, I hope all our Look Who's Talkers made it to midnight. Just As a personal goal of mine, <laughs> Weird Mike, New Year's resolution every year is to be awake when the ball drops and the clock strikes midnight on the next year. I don't care how old, where I am, knock on wood, every midnight, every ball drop, count Weird Mike in. Hope you guys had a safe one. Yeah. Welcome Happy to the new, new decade. Uh, and in the new year, we got four wicked fucking football games coming up this weekend, Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we're going to break down all four. We're going to do our picks a bit earlier just so we're not teasing them like literally the whole show. Uh, thanks to all the Look Who's Talkers who've been su- subscribing, rating, reviewing, and uh, yeah, and sharing all of our stuff. We love you, and uh, thank you very much. Holiday season. Steal your phones. Yeah. It's been working. Yeah, steal, stealing phones. Hashtag Look Who's Talking. Uh, we will just ambush our way into the populace. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we, our picks were pretty good. Weird Mike's picks from the 401 uh, on-route bathroom. The gambling donut is 2-0 two, two last week. Uh, interesting enough, that uh, rest station bathroom had a uh, push-button toilet sleeve. No way. Like, straight out of Tokyo, man. So, like, the plastic... In Napanee, Ontario, yeah. The pl- it, like, the plastic comes around the yes, rim of the, ba- of the and toilet? and it does it for you. I love how in yeah. 19, 2020, we're wasting even more plastic than ever. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, much needed and much appreciated. Uh, we're inside the eight-minute gross-out boundary, just making sure that, uh, yep. you know, I missed last week, so I throw an extra heaping spoonful on it. Yeah, we have a disgusting capita to, uh, <laughs> to reach, and here we are. Anyway, the point is I may go back to this washroom to make my playoff picks because they were 2-0. and We hit them, and we hit them hard, including those Loving Ravens, baby. <laughs> Woo! Um, didn't you have the, you had the Bengals? 
Yeah. And the Falcons. I'm still, I'm still hyped up on the Ravens and pick. I, I wasn't here last week. Right, right, right. Sorry I missed last week, guys. A little ice storm got the better of me. Uh, it's funny how the weather karma circles the wagons. Indeed. <laughs> Speaking of circling the wagons. Circling. The Bills are in the playoffs. They're a road dog, and they're juicy. They're very juicy. But, like, I have to ask myself, and I'll get to this in the truth of the week in a bit, like, am, am I even really able to put my bias aside? I don't know. I think so. I hope so. Uh, with some of the other games, I think I can better. But, uh, I'm a, you know, I was a Bills season ticket holder with uh, a couple of Look Who's Talkers. Oh, they'll be in the house at Centennial. Yeah, Nolan's coming. He asked me. He's oh, like, are you breaking? Down. He's like, are you going to be here for the table break? And I'm like, no, I, have, I actually not only have a wedding, I'm, I'm marrying my friends, Zach and Brittany. So Huck at kickoff. Huck Media's going to be there. He's always, he always has a better suit than me. It sucks. He walks in like a, like a, literally like a British rock star with a Canadian accent. So Saturday at 4.30 p.m. I got this jacket kickoff, from Craig's wedding. I'll wear it for the next three years. <laughs> the efficient at a good friend of yours' wedding. Indeed. Not quite the efficient, but I mean, you know what I mean. Jeff Hewlett, what else are you going to throw on that resume? MC, podcast host, flyboarder, let's get yourself married, hitched. I was a roofer for two months. Throw a roofer on there, man. Yep, I was a roofer. That's tough sledding, bro. Yep. There was, there's like a couple dollars added from like regular labor jobs because of danger pay. Oh, yeah. But I loved it. You're actually looking at stuff. Uh, yeah, in my we- mind, if I was like working in like installing a, something in a bathroom like all day, like I want an extra $2 because I'm looking... Because there's no danger, you know? The non-danger pay. I want a little danger in my life. I like it. You've always uh, resembled somewhat of a cute little monkey. <laughs> Maybe the houses are like the human trees that you can climb. I've and... been referred to as a, as a monkey look-alike guy for my whole life. Yeah. That's the first time another man's ever called me a cute little monkey. <laughs> Feel that if you're not confident enough for this relationship for me to say that, this weed's, real, this weed's really good. <laughs> and my hair gel is top quality. I'm getting ready for this wedding. Hashtag blue champagne, baby. <laughs> anyway, congrats to Zach and Britt. It's going to be a lot oh, of fun yeah. at the Etobicoke Yacht Yo, That's Club. where the podcast was born out of, Kipling Studios. Indeed. Uh, we want to thank him for his hospitality Yep. and wish him and Brittany the best on their big day and beyond. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, can't wait. Fire it up. And... Uh, yeah, happens to be taking place during the Bills-Texans game, but, like, I don't care. I don't. I am so pumped for this, for this wedding. Um, Zach was over with me and Andy in China, and, uh, well, good God, like, we were kind of family over there. We literally got each other out alive. It was like a war tour, you know? And some of us went back because it's like holding that electric fence, man. You get a little used to the juice. Yeah. I saw Huck <laughs> nod and like, like, oh, like yeah. he just got back from Nam or something. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You can drink everywhere over there. And, and, we, and we did. So for the Look Who's Talkers that aren't at uh, this marvelous wedding, yeah. the door's open here at Centennial. Absolutely. Because I think we're going to put somebody through a table here. Yep. Bill's Mafia in the house. Yeah, who's and- going through the table? Uh, I want to draw a name. I got seven text messages because you're telling people I was going through the table. Uh, you were the, <laughs> just building the likely hype. candidate. <laughs> uh, no, we got a backyard I here got, I got with some, some real, soft grass. Some real fucking shoulder problems. This does not sound good. Uh, one, I forgot about the shoulder problems, yeah, yeah. which can, I respect and been a part of. If you toss me a, a good pass in basketball, like my shoulder and arm are going with the ball out of bounds, and it will be inbounded for the other team. 
I miss uh, basketball. But, but the, uh, the and reaching for things with my left arm. The Bills Sorry. actually woke up less juicy this morning. What? Yeah. Well, their spreads going down. The spreads down. The money lines down. Yep. And the you know, world... we still love them. We're still about them, but it's less juicy. Yeah. It was three points before. Now it's it's borderline. It, it's one and a half. Some places we're wow. seeing it. At Vegas insiders at two and two and a half. Uh, yeah, gonna be a good one. Four twenty kickoff. Well, Something like that. I got to tell you, if, on you're, Saturday. if you're a Texans fan, I'm sure there's a few Texans fans on uh, in our universe. Sure. Is they got to be loving it. You're a loser if you live here and you're a Texans fan. Think about your boy, your team at home, only two-point faves against a team who hasn't won I a know. playoff game. You got to love them. In 25 years, a quarter century. And they don't have an offense that really scares you. Like I feel like there's like these Vegas sharps that just like pray for this kind of game yeah. like, once a decade. And, and then is Houston going to smoke them? I don't know. I don't see it. I don't. But am I blinded by my own love? I don't know. Oh, I'm, I, I get blinded all the time. I know you do. You're even just you get blinded by the Patriots' hate. <laughs> no, no, it's not hate. It's just you know, it's it's time. All right. Well, we're at the end of the 2020 season. Besides 12 teams, your story's up. Um, True story. Whole bunch of teams. Cleaning out their lockers. In, in the NHL, they do it with, like, garbage bags and stuff like that. I, I feel like uh, – or baseball garbage bags. I don't know. Uh, football players. They got to leave a lot of their shit. Some guys sneak stuff out. It's wicked. So my end-of-season wraps coming from the state of Florida. Really? Real quick. Okay. You ready? I, I better be. Famous. Jameis. Yeah. Gotta go. 30-30. He, 30 touchdowns. His last pick, last toss of the year yep. was a pick six to end his season – and the guy ran it into the pirate ship. You literally can't write this stuff. You can't <laughs> write it. Arians, you got some good pieces and a, a division that turns over quickly. Yeah. Bail on famous. Let's go. Some, someone posted on, on Instagram. I think it was NFL memes. It was like Jameis Winston's quarterback resume in the real world would look like this. <laughs> PhD. Four years management experience. <laughs> capable of running any computer program. Seven DUIs. <laughs> Don't forget about those crab legs, yo. <laughs> right. That happened. Yeah, and he licks for Ws. <laughs> uh, I think McCarthy needs to go to the Jags. I think that they still need their order. They, they, they didn't respect Marone. They, McCarthy won somewhere. They announced they're keeping Marone. They did. They said they were going to back off. No, Marone's staying. Oh. I know. That just broke? That just happened. Like, oh, I think it was man. last night. That's brutal. Well... Uh, bail on the Jags next year, folks, because <laughs> Marone ain't got the gist. And lastly, as the uh, mighty Miami Dolphins. Wow. We said. We talked about this two weeks ago. The Bills didn't beat the, the Patriots, but we said Fitzpatrick had one world beater game left against the Pats. And because of their draft stock now, maybe, what are they, third or fourth? Something like that, fourth or fifth. Okay, even. Yeah. Um, I think they need to keep Fitzy for this rebuild. I think they're thinking the same thing. They got to keep Fitzy because he beats Burrow's everybody. gone, and you know, <laughs> the Oregon kid or the Utah State kid, they they don't got they're not they're not it. They're not in on Rosen, that's for sure. So you know, status quo on the QB man. Yeah, they got a guy that believe. Well, if the kids believe in the Fitzy, idea being they're in the perfect spot to draft to a Tagli Tagliovia, Tag- let him sit. Yeah, even better because then Fitzpatrick can fill the gap. There you go. And the team gets better around him. And they got extra picks so they can... And he learns the playbook. Shore up their defense line. They got rid of Tunsil. They need to replace that. Guy just chilling for a year in South Beach. Might get hooked on Latin chicks, but... Crazy stuff. Uh, a couple good things from the weekend. 
And just, yeah, season wrap-up for a couple teams. We said Arizona was good. I said this air raid offense would work. I didn't it, it did. It did. It did. It does. And Kyler Murray, we also said before the draft, was the pick. Stop. Don't overthink it. He is the pick. This is the new NFL. He's mobile. He's a pitcher like Russell Wilson and Mahomes. And the guy throws a beautiful goddamn football. Sure. He looks like Alvin Simon and or Theodore running around playing football with men. But it's, it doesn't seem to be a problem. It looks like Alvin. <laughs> it does look like Alvin. Uh, He's the leader, right? Yeah. Follow him at K1 on Instagram. Wicked name. Kyler. Come on. Um, Drew Locke, quarterback for your Denver Broncos. Oh, that's right. They are absolutely your Denver Broncos. They're mine. Uh, move over, Dre. I'm, <laughs> I'm sliding on. Um, spitting Bronco fire. Yeah. Till the last down. Weird Mike had a futures bet that he loved in our first episode of the season. The Denver Broncos with Joe Flacco as their starter. Uh, Weird Mike had him as a playoff team and would at least win seven games. Got to happen, Over six right? and a half. Got to happen. So he threw down. Uh, I'd like to uh, thank the uh, Hitman and Softball Universe, all our listeners, for go. putting up with that Bronco preseason barrage sure. every Wednesday, just telling you why yep. the Denver Broncos are going to make the playoffs with Joe Flacco. When Weird Mike has his own sort of truth of the week-like moments and he finds you throughout his week, okay, he pins you like, a, like, a, like someone's selling Mormonism to you on the subway, all right? And just when you think, you know, this three-minute barrage is over about, like, the, you know, the Titans just steamrolling somebody, he starts to stretch and moan. And you're like, oh, my God. All right, bro, I'm a Mormon. Get, let's get me out of here. So I've never had a futures bet come down to the final play. Yeah, that was crazy. Seven wins. Broncos about to piss away another 14-point lead at home <laughs> in the fourth quarter to cost. Yep. And the Raiders tied it with no time left. Went for two. Last play. Chucky. Last play in Oakland was a two-point conversion. The only team to never try a two-point conversion this year was the Oakland Raiders. Their first one That's was the last play ever <laughs> for the franchise. In Oakland. And it was batted down into Derek Carr's face <laughs> where the play origins should have began. <laughs> and I pushed. It was not six and a half. Oh, it was seven. That was a season-long one-play push. Oh, yeah, but then when they're like one and five, like you're, you're praying for the push. But what it did was... I think I witnessed you was, praying yeah, in yeah. late October. Yeah. It was grim. It was kind of like Weird Mike season, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Finish strong. Give me one more decision, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, That's your season wrap? Well, one more thing. The delay of game change, the delay of game penalty that changed the entire NFC, changed lives, changed everything. Marshawn Lynch comes back, the hero of Seattle. The guy that didn't get the ball on the one-yard line. Sometimes these things happen in sports that are so good. Because sometimes when, you, when you're a kid, you're not quite as understanding of like the, these dream scenarios that can or cannot happen. It's like, oh, my God, the Oilers should bring back Gretzky, you know? And the dad's got to look at the sun like he's never come back to Edmonton, okay? Just married a rock star. Um, it reminds me of and, – and anyway, I'm sure you saw the game. That's why you listen to the show. Marshawn Lynch, he's coming in the game late. He, he didn't know he was going to be going in. They get the ball on the half-yard line, but they have no timeouts. And then they call Lynch into the game, and the place goes wild like it's fucking WrestleMania. And 
but they don't get the playoff on time, and it's the goddamn worst delay of game penalty I've ever seen in my life at home in, in basically a playoff game to win the game. What nobody's talking about. They go back to the six-yard line, and they never get it. Marshawn's partly to blame for this. We were watching the two-minute drill, yep. and it didn't look like he was any part of it. He was standing at the end of the bench with his toucan. Yep. Looked like he was done for the game. And then when they called his number, he was like it was recess. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it's, it was 10 to 12 seconds too late. He somewhat explained this in a post-game interview saying, hey, it's a two-minute drill. I'm new to the team. Like, why? Well, hey, we're not running the ball. So he just, but it's on him. That's such a Marshawn thing. Like, I love the guy, but he's a bit aloof. The guy 11 days ago was dishing out Raider shots in the parking <laughs> lot. Yes, aloof is kind yes. <laughs> to Marshawn. That's true. You At might- the start of the season, he lit a blunt on Monday Night Football at the Olympic torch. Yeah. It happened. He might need. Yeah, he did that. Come on. What a fucking beauty. Like, he did that. As advertised. What a legend. And good for Pete for not pinning it down. It was sort of like the social media nerds like, hey, this is more on Marshawn than yeah. we think. Yep. But good for Pete for not throwing Marshawn under the buns. He, is, is he in Philly? Is that confirmed? Yeah, is yeah. Mar- Marshawn's coming. Yeah, he's in? Yeah, he was, this, wasn't a, this wasn't a birthday party. He signed <laughs> with the fucking team. All right? I, don't know, I thought he might be jilted. But like, this barely happens. Sometimes this happens in sports where this thing happens. It's like too good to be true, especially if you're a kid, you know? And then it just gets taken away from you. They were, they were number one in the conference. They're a half a yard away from having Marshawn Lynch at home Home field throughout the playoffs, and now there probably won't be another play- game in Seattle this year. So even this Marshawn Lynch thing is like a road show. It's different. It's like when, for hockey, when Gil- Doug Gilmore got re-signed to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and we're already a playoff team. We're literally a Gilmore away from like a new playoff run, and he gets injured in the first game back against New Jersey in a game that like. First period, you might not have even seen it. I remember I was at hockey. I didn't even see it. I just heard the Gilmore got hurt. It was his knee. It was really bad. And he never stood it up again. And when Bret Hart got screwed in Montreal, and he go, he's going to these WCW, he'll be there tomorrow night in Nitro, and WCW is just crushing it at this point. And you're like, oh, my God, it's the NWO. It's Bret Hart. i never watching WWE again. And then they just, they just muffed it. And and Goldberg kicked him in the face, and he had a stroke like a couple years later, and it was over. Anyway, in the words of uh, the big Marshawn Lynch tease, they're in tough this week against the Eagles. Just to wrap up your delay a game, in the words of our buddy Pete, how do you not fall forward, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you catch it and you fall forward. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah straight up, bro. Also. I don't care what you say, man. That's that's pass interference. Like, yes, he the, the receiver Hollister initiated contact, but the guy grabbed him afterwards and the ball flew right by him. So San Fran's gonna take down uh, an easy divisional weekend playing the Seattle Seattle Philly winner. Most, most likely, likely unless the Vikings beat the Saints, which I don't think is gonna happen. Um so you totally changed everything. The Saints now have a crazy tough road. Right. And the Saints get screwed again. By a, no a, by a no pass interference penalty, they, they weren't even in the game. Uh, the referee assistant that joins the Sunday night crew was like, I can't believe, you never hear him. Yeah. He's the most mild ref guy of them all. Right, right, right. On Sunday night, and he's like, I can't believe they're not buzzing down. Mm. I'd be buzzing down right now. Right. 
this should play shouldn't happen. And because if Seattle wins, folks, Seattle's first. Seattle would be third. Sorry, sorry, Seattle's third. But Green Bay and New and New Orleans get the bye. Correct. So this non-pass interference penalty cost New Orleans the bye week. All right, a lot of games to pick, and there's one sort of reason that I'm floating around picking a couple of these games, and I'm going to get to that in my truly. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right, my truth of the week, <laughs> which forgot to say before the music. What are you going to do? Um, we've touched on this last year, but I'm getting even more specific with it this year, okay? Remember to separate what you want to see and what you are going to see. In playoff time, we have a habit of betting for what we want to see because especially if our teams Amen. especially if our teams are in the game or if a team we hate is in the game, you you are literally going to be sitting on your couch or maybe at the game or at a bar cheering wholeheartedly for every single down, every single score. If you're cheering against the Patriots, if you are sick of the Patriots, let me tell you, I bet even some of the Patriots are sick of the Patriots winning at this point. So maybe they might like a little more time off in the offseason, okay? Uh, so if you're hard on Tennessee, like my producer, Huck Media, is, and like my cohort, I'm sure will be, uh, you're, it's easy to go side by side your money and with what you want to happen. But if you really played the game out 10 times and used your intellect instead of your emotion, you might come up with a different result than what you're putting on your ticket this weekend. So I just want to give you a couple of examples. Okay? Nobody wants to see the Saints get screwed again. And the Saints are they're a feel-good team. They're a team where even if they're not your team, they're kind of your team. They've won you a lot of money in the past because they're consistent. You've also seen them win before. You saw them get screwed two years in a row. And everybody likes to see a little bit of retribution. It just feels good. So when you're looking at that eight-point spread, you're like, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. A game where I'm not worried that the Saints are going to lose it. A game where I'm, they can't get screwed again. I'd love to see the Saints just fucking destroy the Vikings. But that doesn't mean that's what you're going to see. Play this game out ten times, Okay. And this Minnesota Vikings team that took a week off last week basically to give a bye week to their starters against the New Orleans Saints, okay, in a neutral field, heck, this is probably a three, four-point game. Now, when you get that extra point past the touchdown, that eight and a half or eight instead of six and a half or seven, it's a lot. It's a full possession. You're saying that in the last two minutes of this game, it's pretty much over. Is that what you really think you're going to see this weekend? I don't know. Again, a lot of Patriots hate out there. You can feel it. You can smell it. Okay? Everybody's sick of them. It's straight up. Even the casual fan that normally wouldn't care. Hey, like, uh, you know, Tom Brady's great. Loved it. Great to see him. Nobody wants to see this Patriots team win. They're not nearly the best team in the league. They would literally be getting by just on, on coaching and, like, maybe, maybe just playing such boring football that it just lulls the other team to sleep? Who knows? But if, if this Patriots team wins the Super Bowl, it it's not, doesn't sound like it's going to be too exciting. And nobody wants them to just squeak in. It's time for somebody else to get a ring, right? But that doesn't mean they're going to lose to the Titans this weekend. So you got to ask yourself, even though you're going to be cheering for the Titans, even, even though that Brady hate is flowing through your veins, trying to deflate footballs, 
what's going to really happen. And try to not put your money where your heart is. Separate the two. Hey, if Pats win, you win money. Okay? Or the Pats cover, you win money. If they don't, well, hey, you know, your team won, and the Pats are going to the Pro Bowl, which they haven't been to in five years. Uh, now, this is t- a bit tough for me because there's a Bills game. Oh, first I'll get to the Seattle game. We got Seattle rolling in uh, to the Eagles, okay? What do you do? Everybody wants to see that Marshawn Lynch retribution game. Plus, 49ers, Seattle, they've been great football games. If the Eagles can squeak by Seattle, man, they're probably going to get shit kicked by the Niners. But, the, but Seattle won't. So you want to see that rematch. You want that divisional playoff round to be just four incredible games. So you want to see that NFC West rematch. But good God, man, they're rolling into Philly. They're a bully. Shouldn't have let the bully into the party. They said they'd be nice, but they won't be. All right? And Malcolm Jenkins put that on Instagram. So I'm, that's something I'm struggling with. And another game that's going to be tough is separating my heart from my mind with the Houston Texans and the Buffalo goddamn Bills. All right? What do you do? I'm going to be cheering for the Bills every down. Well, actually won't be. I'll be marrying people. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you want the Bills to win. You want your team to win. But you got to play this game out 10 times in your mind. What do you, if you miss everything, what are you most expecting to see when you open that score app, when you get home from whatever date you're on, on Saturday night, if you, have, if you get screwed out of watching football, and you're, and you're scrolling up, what do you just know you're going to see? That's whether, you, whether it makes you happy or makes you sad. Remember, your wallet isn't emotional. It just likes being full, okay? And with that, let's move on. Uh, to our picks very soon. Uh, Weird Mike, I got you on the season, bro. But you, but that's not how golf works. That's not how golf works. You one hole, you one hole fifteen. So coming into Amen Corner here, I got to tell you, I've Sorry. lost many a golf round walking out with my wallet full. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, what is Amen Corner again on the Masters? Is it 12, uh, 12 13, 14? It's uh, third. Yeah, 12, 13, 14. All right, we'll call that the playoffs, sure. Here we go. Two days to playoff heaven, episode 67. Yep. Weird pick. Yep. I got it? You got it. You're 2-0 and last week. Did we finish over 50% for the 11 season? 11 and 10 on the year. I can't hide it. I forced it up early. Okay, we started hot. Iced out in the middle. Couldn't buy a win. <laughs> and then rallied for 500. Just over. 11 how, and 10. How funny, though, is it you, your gambling went so good when you were picking, hor- picking horribly on our show, and then they've kind of flip-flopped a bit. Yeah, it's... Uh, picking great on the show. Anyway, those that are coming on Saturday, they'll get a live look at Weird Mix Spread. Uh, <clears throat> Tennessee, plus four and a half, versus Tom Shady and Billy B at Foxborough, Saturday night. 8.15 p.m. Okay, you talked about letting the bully into the party yep. with Philly. Well, they let the weirdo and Mike Vrabel and his crew into the party. And they got the ability to crash it and steal a win. Okay, I, I've been that weird. I've crashed that party. I've <laughs> stolen the show. That's, it's happened. I'll agree with the first two for sure. <laughs> that happens anyway. Okay. Uh, they're motivated. They're streaking. They're physical. And you're right. They may not squeeze it out, but I'm getting the extra 
half. Get it now. Four and a half. Take it. I'm locked in. And if the Patriots win, it's going to be by less than that. I really do that. I really believe that. They're going to have to scrap out everything. And I kind of feel like Andy Reid wants to lay a beat down and get a depleted Patriots team. So I kind of do see them squeaking out a win. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to nut up on that spread. Okay? I'm going to smash. The playoff donut's still here, folks. Smashing on the Titans. Remember them. Me and Huckster. Huck Daddy. And I'll be sprinkling on the over in the Superdome. Minnesota, all their weapons back. The Superdome. The Superdome. Breeze on a historic tear. Nobody can guard Michael Thomas. Can't guard Mike. Uh, Over, 49 at the Superdome. Can I refer to that? Sprinkle. As the Super Sprinkle. It is a super... (laughs) No. No? No. Because you you just want a light sprinkle. Yeah, it's going to be a light sprinkle. So heavy on the Titans. Heavy. On the Titans. I don't even, I think when this season finishes, we just, we'll, there'll be another team we don't quite remember. Hey, remember that? Remember them? They got in? Huck Daddy, what do you think your team this weekend, bro? Ryan Tannehill, one of the hottest quarterbacks heading into the playoffs. And they got the incredible Henry. Uh, smashing sternums and getting first downs. Smashing sternums. <laughs> He's going to run it all over the Patriots. I don't know, man. They don't get run through at home too much, especially in the playoffs. Well, they don't play Derrick Henry too much. Have you seen the size of him? I have. He's an intimidating. He makes... Okay, so VOG was showing me this the other or Everett was showing me this the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look up pictures of Derrick Henry next to Deion Lewis. I, I think I saw it. He look, looks like his younger brother. It's like The Rock versus Kevin Hart, like next yes, to Kevin yes. Hart, sort of. Yeah. That's what it looks yeah. like. It's insane. But, like, is are they going to be able to outscore the Patriots? Like, running the game, like, you know, running the ball. Are they going to be able to shut down Brady? And Yes. Yeah? The Patriots just lost to the Dolphins. I know. If if Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic can beat them, then the fucking Titans sure can. Are we going to remember the fucking Titans, folks? We'll see. Uh, sidebar, uh, something that I blacked out there in my uh, Titan rage. <laughs> uh, Tannehill's got a couple wins against yeah. the Patriots. Yep. Okay. He's got three wins as him, beat Tom head to head. So, like, the guy's not afraid of this matchup. Right, right, like, right. Like, it's not some rookie going into Foxborough. He's been there. He's won. He's had some mild success. One of the few that's had any against Tom. It's true. So, I think he's the variable. You're right, Mariota's Titans two years ago, three years ago. I was on them 15 and a half. And now they're here they are, four and a half. And I got a lot more money, and I'm going to put a lot more money on them. <laughs> All right. You know those jokes, folks? We were watching one of the college bowl games the other night at the studio. And Weird Mike looks at me. He's like, hey, out of nowhere. We weren't talking about the Titans game or anything. He's like, hey, you know, uh, Tannehill, he's got a couple wins against uh, Tom Brady and Billy B. And I like I look up from from the TV. I'm like, well, you know, yeah, maybe. He's like, hey, hey, that's a thing. And I'm like, nah, I don't think that's a thing. And he, he walked around the counter, okay, took his jibs out, and he looks at me like I just stepped on his squirrel, okay. And he's like, hey, that's a thing. <laughs> so I'm glad this made it to the show because often you forget that stuff. I'm telling you, remember him. All right. Smash and sprinkle. I think you will forget the Titans after this weekend. That and some other games coming up in the very picante for this season. Hugh Picks. You.
All right. Song is called Overtrice. The setup, favorite song in the world, gets you fired up, gets you money in your pocket. Actually at a rate of 56% this year. Our uh, U-Picks went 3-3 three and three last week. And with week 17 is kind of weird. I nailed that the Houston would eventually sit everybody because the Chiefs won. And I nailed that the Bills would sit everybody because they never get a bye week. And they finally got one. So the Jets rolled. So 3-3, three and three, we were 54, 42, and 3 for the season. Giddy up! Uh, and a 56% hit as we enter the playoffs. And if you remember last year's playoffs, this is where I get really hot all the time because I remember, not the Titans, I remember the Patriots. Our first game in our gold pick this week, we're taking the Patriots minus four and a half. I don't think the Patriots are going to take a chance by letting this game stay close. I don't like Ryan Tannehill to be the quarterback that walks in and beats the best defense that Bill Belichick has had in four years. Uh, in a must-win playoff game. I don't think the Titans are going to be the team, sorry, Huck, that ends the dynasty. Because you lose to the Titans in the wildcard round? Yeah, this 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 whole little mini run you were on, amongst your 20-year run as the best team in football, the Patriots had these two mini dynasties of three Super Bowl wins. And you lose to the Titans at home in the, in the wildcard round, it's over. And the added pressure and the added intellect on that coaching staff I think will be enough to make this game not as close as everybody thinks it's going to be. Okay? The spread last year was very similar. Chargers rolling in on a divisional weekend after smoking the Ravens. Looking good. Looking hot. Barely lost. Any- they were the road warriors. Everyone loved them. Yeah. Then you're running into Tom Brady, Josh McDaniels, and Bill Belichick, and they know everything about you. They know everything about you. Okay? They study their AFC playoff opponents all year. Okay? You think they spend this much time on the Buccaneers? No. They study the Steelers, Ravens, Chiefs, uh, Titans, Texans, probably Jaguars for the last few years. Everybody else gets about half the study time. They know the Titans inside and out. They're also facing their old secondary. Okay? And yeah, I know the Titans beat them last year. But that was in Tennessee. This wasn't a playoff game. But I got Tom Brady versus Logan Ryan. Tom Brady versus... Uh, the guy who uh, made the end of Malcolm Butler, he's out. He's out. Even better. Also, I got Bill Belichick coaching against one of his acolytes. And he's got an incredible record against his old head coaches. Besides Brian Flores last week, Belichick wins pretty much all these games. Now, again, you want to see the Patriots lose. Everybody wants to see that. I kind of even want to see that. I do. But I also don't want to see Tom Brady go down like this. Not to the Titans at home. You can lose to the Chiefs next week. That'll be respectful. I'll take the four and a half because I just think the Patriots are going to score one more touchdown than the Titans. I, in fact, I could see bold prediction for this game. No touchdown scored. How about that? Six field goals to, to three. Or, you know, weird one. Okay. Hashtag alt line. Silver pick. We are taking the Minnesota Vikings plus eight. At the Superdome uh, to take on the New Orleans Saints. Look, I love the Saints. They're my team. They're my pick to go to the Super Bowl. They have been all year to represent the NFC. I still, I like the revenge. I like the retribution. I love how they're firing on all cylinders, which is a stupid expression, but they, they kind of are. They're running the ball. They're passing the ball. And nobody can cover Michael Thomas. You literally can't guard Mike. Hashtag, I mean, at symbol. You know what I mean. Uh, they got Antonio Brown. This, game, this spread would be 17 and I'd take the Saints. <laughs> But that was a publicity stunt. He's still crazy. And everyone's allowed to have white women in 2020. Okay. Um, again, you want to see the Saints smoke the Vikings. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. 
The Vikings are very capable. This game's not in prime time, so Kirk Cousins won't just absolutely suck it up because of God's rules. And I think the Vikings keep this game close. These two teams played in the playoffs two years ago. Vikings got off. They were actually up by 60, or 17 points at one point. New Orleans stormed back. And then the Minnesota miracle happened, okay? The two teams know each other well, and Mike Zimmer is the number one NFL coach against the spread since he took over the Vikings. Is that so? That is so. The entire world doesn't respect the Vikings as much as they should. Mike Zimmer, number one coach against the spread. So I'm taking the plus eight, and I think New Orleans wins by six because Kirk Cousins won't be able to do it on that last drive. The Ohio State secondary of New Orleans shuts them down on the final drive. New Orleans wins by six and moves on. Okay, we're taking the Philadelphia Eagles plus two at home. I was on the Seahawks all week. This is a game I really struggled with. But here, here's what happened. Just like last week with the Eagles-Cowboys game. Cowboys are the better team all week. Everyone on the radio, all the shows you listen to, taking the Cowboys. God do it. God do it. It's a must win for them. They are the better team on paper. Except we said that, you know what? We got, we got a better coach and a better quarterback in Philadelphia, and that's what mattered in that game against Philly. Oh, yeah. And the game was in Philly. Bunch of bullies. It's a city full of bullies. The tough crowd. And as you approach game time, and as they go to that Fox pregame show and they're live, you know, in Philly. Silver Linings playbook, bro. Suddenly, this Seattle pick all week where, wait a minute, I, I, got this, I got this home team. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. Most of them, except their receivers, are back. They got this young uh, running back who's totally healthy out of Penn State, Miles Sanders, who's a, looking fantastic. And then uh, Seahawks team that's still not that scary. They are the, the playoff team that has such a low point differential. You, if you looked at their point differential, you'd literally think that they finished out of the playoffs. And I like Seattle. I want to see Seattle win. I want that Seattle-San Francisco rematch. I think the, the Eagles will get smoked by the Niners, and it won't even be a good game. Smoked. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, folks. I think the Eagles squeak this one out at home, whether I like it or not. Don't bet with your heart. Your wallet doesn't care. Taking the Eagles at home, it's a good price. And finally, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills, plus two and a half, uh, at Houston. I got, if it wasn't for all the Houston injuries, I probably would fade the other way, maybe, on this game. But I got a totally healthy Bills team. I got a totally healthy Bills team. I got a Bills team that played a playoff game two years ago. The course still kind of there. And they beat the Jaguars. They just didn't have a quarterback. They didn't let the Jaguars do fucking anything that game. Anything. And the Jaguars went on and smoked the Steelers. This is a good Jags team. Almost were one Stephon Gilmore pass deflection away from making the Super Bowl, this Jaguars team. The Bills beat him that day. But the Bills offense got like 109 yards of offense. They stacked 10 guys in the box. They had no safety on anyone because Tyrod Taylor couldn't throw the ball. And now they got a quarterback that can throw the ball. They got a running back that's looking really good. They got an O-line that can block running better. They got Ed Oliver added to that defense. They got Trey Davius White playing at an all-star level, taking out, um, being able to sort of go man-on-man with DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't like Houston's game plan. I haven't liked it all year. They're relying on... Deshaun Watson to Superman these wins. How, the f- how, how do you lose some of these games? You got this rock star offense, and, y- and you just 
your playbook literally calls for Deshaun Watson to sort of scramble around and sort of Superman these games. And the Bills, they got a real top five defense in this league. Maybe it's even top three. No shit. No joke. No injuries. And they rested everybody last week. And they're not hurt. Houston rested everybody last week, but they're all hurt. I like the Bills. I like the Bills in another road great playoff win by a fantastically coached team and a, and a quarterback that can get it done on third down, whether he needs to run it or throw it with his big arm. doesn't need to throw, go 30 for 42 and throw 340 yards. A couple of bombs and some efficient third downs. Give me the Wyoming farm tank and a well-coached defense for the Bills' first playoff win since Doug Flutie. Giddy up. Those are the Hugh picks. Let's go. That was uh, some intense passion for a pick that fell off your podium. Yep. The emotion you described that Bills game felt like that should have been your gold pick. No. Can't do it. I got Deshaun Remember. Watson at home. It's, it's tough. It's a tough game. I got the Patriots at home against the no one will remember Titans. Okay? It'll be Tannehill's little burp in his career. I got uh, Philly. Love the pick. They win. Yeah. Forget the points. They, Philly, in addition to being the bully at the party, is also kind of got the soft heart at the party, and they love the nobody. Nobody gets behind the nobody. Like Philly. Like Philly. Okay, yep. we got Vince Papali. Yep. We got Rocky. Yep. We got the Broad Street Bullies. We got, it's the city that no one in Europe's ever heard of, even I'm though it's right you, next to New York. They are and this- going to rally around Boston Scott and nobody. <laughs> it's Carson's, Carson Wentz and the nobodies. That's this edition yep. of Philly. And nobody loves the nobody like our friends in Philly. <laughs> Geno's or Pat? Whose steak you got? Never had either. That's where I need to go for a game. I feel like I need to be in Silver Linings Playbook and checking that scene out. Honestly, they're going to cut. I feel like that happens. They're gonna, I need to see it. They're going to cut to that game in the Fox pregame, and it's going to be Sal Palo Antonio from the end zone, and there's going to be wind blowing in his face, so he's yelling into his microphone way more than he needs to. There's going to be Eagles fans just angry everywhere like it's just beautiful weather out. And we're going to suddenly remember that, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a game where if I'm wrong, I'll be happy. Not for my wallet, but, but just because I get to see Seattle and Marshawn Lynch not be this Doug Gilmore thing. Um, I got some advice for our friends in Buffalo. <laughs> uh, move? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, McDermott and the gang. They, they seem to stall in these big games offensively, right? The defense is there. We've yep. seen it. We yep. know it. Uh, Allen has a chance here to secure the bag. Josh Allen. Like, this guy needs one playoff win, and somebody's going to give him $170 million. That will be us. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to secure the bag with this win. I think he's got but it already. they need to go at J.J. Watt. Folks, J.J.'s playing this game, eh? Yeah. This guy's been out for three and a half months. It happened week five, early. And he's making a miraculous run. And I'm not saying he's not capable of spectacular in a moment. But over the course of a 60-minute playoff game, you need to go at him. It's, the biggest steps offensively come when you go at their best player to know that you can do anything and go anywhere. You can't double-team him or, or drop plays to his other side of the field. Go right at him, guys. He hasn't played. The stamina is not there. 
Sure, he might get a sack fumble somewhere along the line, but over the course, pound it. Do it. Sean, you listening? Praying. I hope he's preparing for the game. I mean, if he's listening, that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. And a favorable draw for the Brills. Right? Indeed. Here's the other thing. I like The Bills were one fourth down touchdown knockaway throw from beating the Ravens. Okay? And the same for the Patriots. They, sure. They know they can beat them. They know they can beat the Ravens. So they, they, if they can beat Houston, they're walking into the divisional round, the conference semifinals, as I like to say. Uh, how about this? Lamar's nemesis could be the, the second time. Doesn't matter who it is. It's just the second time. The home playoff game. Not even the home playoff. Just the second time he sees oh, that team. Oh, the second team. time he sees a team. Yeah. Right? They adjust. Well, again, it's just, yeah, it's a running attack with R- some bombs. R- regardless, it's a favorable draw. Yeah. And they're still missing that guard. Uh, and, uh, He's well, out. He's gone. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's, they, they've moved on. Sure. It was just the Buffalo game that was skipped. Either way, it's a winnable game for Buffalo. Correct. Because Baltimore, as soon as the season's over, now you're just even. Now you're Baltimore again. And can you run your way to the Super Bowl? I don't know. They play the exact same, except one's marginally better. Yeah. So, you know, you play it out. It was the pressure that the Ravens got on the Bills that lost in that game. That was it. Like, otherwise, it was like literally an even game. We weren't getting that pressure on Lamar. They got it on Josh. All right. Um... Got some more uh, baby news. You're having a baby? No. Okay, that Incorrect. would ex- explain that. This would thing explain you got that. There. Uh, <laughs> I hope everybody's resolution is to lose a few because Weird Mike found your few. And I've slowly <laughs> been adding them to each part of my body. Uh, we got Baby Big Dog coming in 2020. Yep, saw that. Announcement over uh, seas in London. Watching some EPL and uh, shout out the Richie Gang, our newest subscribers, straight out of the MTL. All three of them. Thanks, guys. Giddy up. Probably some baby's gonna happen. I guess nine months from now, you know, New Year, like, what, what, when, when, when is your birthday? If your parents conceived you, no, they announced on, it on New Year's. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying, like, so New Year's baby would be yeah, late September. Late September. So if your birthday's in late September, you were probably you were in, a ball drop. You, you were a dad, ball drop. Ball drop. Yeah. <laughs> your dad ball dropped your mom. Well, the ball dropped. When the while the ball dropped. Yeah, so let the BD squared. Seacrest out. Okay, <laughs> um, you got any bold predictions for this week? I listed one of my Hugh picks. No touchdowns in the Titans Patriots game. That's a that's a bold that's a bold call. Um, that I actually believe in. I think there's oh. no real weapons for the Patriots to kind of like seal the deal. They covered James White, and like you might not get in, and you get this field goal. Bonanza. I got the best secondary got, in the league almost with New England against Tannehill. How many bold predictions do you want from me? I got the Bills dogged. I got the Eagles dogged. I got the Titans dogged. I got, it's a lot of bold predictions. All right. I guess I was asking for one more. <laughs> one more. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got one more. I got one more. Uh, Bills win big. How about that? Bills win large. Like the Dallas game from Thanksgiving. Like Houston's coming back down 16 sometime in the fourth quarter because of this horrible offensive play play plan. Play plan. Take Derrick Henry first touchdown on Saturday oh, night. Oh, you want to do some props? No, that's, that's my got, bold prediction. I got some props. That's not going to be paying much, guys, because he, as Huck mentioned, is awesome, phenomenal, large, and... 
Excited. Well then, well then, wouldn't a better call be like Derrick Henry over touchdowns or over no, yards? You said bold. That's not okay. So you so first touchdown. You said bold. First touchdown. I did. I did. I did. The bold, the big, and the all right. Well, increasingly, we beautiful. got my bold picks. I'm going to give you a couple props that I like. I'm not sure of the yardage yet because they haven't released them. They kind of wait till the day to do that. But you can look at their averages throughout the years and usually kind of guess the props. I like the math in this whole stuff, so I like do that. Like I like to do that. Uh, I'm going to take Josh Allen over yards, not completions, yards. As in, a, he'll have a couple of long ones to like John Brown, and just enough, and his he's, his number will be low. Okay. Uh, also, just probably long pass in that game would actually be good too. But I'll take Josh Allen over yards. I'm guessing it'll probably be around 220. Uh, I'm going to take maybe 230, 230. And I'm going to take Brady, Tom Brady completions over, not yards. Tasty. Whole bunch of these little three, four-yard throws, stupid long drives where they used to be able to run the ball, but they can't quite anymore. And uh, he's getting a bunch of these little small completions. Careful throws. Because they know the only way they're going to lose this game is by turning the ball over. Playoff success. I, I like to pick a lot, so actually. Brady completions over. Um, before we sign off here, Hugh, uh, some, uh, some Look Who's Talkers reached out my way. Yeah. You know, I got a private DM, too. No, with what? My text, man, my text message. Right. So some people, <laughs> some of your friends texted you. We want <laughs> listeners of the show. Yeah. A Jimmy G apology. Yes, that's fair. That's that's been out there. That's not just me. You've been no, hearing those rumblings. I did hear that. So you know, thirteen and three, the number one seed. Yep. You know, you don't got to come up with it now, but not. But you, you can do it next week. I don't if think you, it, if you want to prepare yourself. I don't think it needs to be too elaborate for next week. I'm, I'm okay with that because they don't play this week. I'm sorry, Jimmy G. I had you ranked probably in the bottom seven quarterbacks in the league, and you're probably. I give you somewhere now around the middle, you know, like around the middle. But congratulations on a fantastic season. You know what that means, folks? Last time he gave a backhanded apology to Lamar. <laughs> he hasn't lost a game, folks, <laughs> since then. That's true. And the Niners' Super Bowl run could be the well. It's, oh it, man, it, folks! It, you guys heard it here first. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl because you know, uh, Hewlett's. Backhanded Jimmy G apology. People are sleeping on the pack, the Chiefs. Oh. People are sleeping on the Saints because the Ravens and Niners got the number one seed. The number one seed barely gets there. They do. Look it up. All right. A um, couple of futures bets, just in retrospect. The number one bet to win the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP uh, this year, or sorry, regular season MVP. In, Ve in the Vegas sports books, because the value was what was deemed very good, it's not because everyone thought they were going to win, but it was the Chicago Bears and Mitch Trubisky. Yep. It was, a pop it was such oh, a popular uh, season. Because in the preseason, they were like plus 6,000 to win the whole thing. Even, and they won the division last year. And they got Nagy, this offensive guru under Andy Reid. So everyone's expecting them to have Public kind of a, team. a Mahomes-like season. And he was the num one of the number one bet Futures bets. Mitch Trubisky, regular season MVP, like MVP and uh, Bears Super Bowl. So, sorry to all you Bears betters. Um, you need a new quarterback. And they just announced that Mitch is coming back for 2020. So, you know, anyway, you know what? Move somewhere else for a year. All right? Uh, Green Bay will be good for a while. <laughs> Go there. People are sleeping on him. Yeah. Look out, bro. 
for the pack. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that next year. A little next week teaser because they're not playing. We'll save our pack juice. We'll save our fromage. Sure. Cheese head. Sure. Um, but you don't like them because they're going to be playing the Saints. They will be probably. playing the Saints, and I won't like them. <laughs> and see, that's why. But it's the Saints at Lambeau. Now we're talking weather. Literally. Snow game. I don't know if Breeze and the boys get it done. Nice weather. I'll take them. But they got to get by the Vikings first. And, uh, I mean, I think they will. What, get, what are you most excited for this weekend besides just the, like the Bills game? Like, what storyline do you think we'll be talking about the most on Monday? The end of the Patriots rule. Wow, you really... Uh, not the end of the Patriots, because yeah. I don't think they're done. They'll reinvent themselves. They're yep. not stupid. Yep. But this current form ends without the ring this year. They didn't get the bye. They needed it. They've always had it. They didn't get it. Ipso facto. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Later, Billy B. <laughs> Tom Shady. That's what, I'm most, that's what I'm most excited for. But again, not... It's over. It's not doomsday. It's just, you know, back yeah. to the drawing board. And they're both smart enough to do it. Do they both want to do it? That's what I'm most excited for, to hear what everybody thinks about that. I think the Bills could beat the Texans so bad that the number one story on Monday is can they beat the Ravens? Because they'll, they, they're going to look like they could, you know? And it's a complete football team. And I just I hope I'm not blinded by my own love. Blinded by the light. Last chance to slide to pick up the podium, Hugh. No, they are staying where they are, fourth. Uh, there's just so many guys on the Houston injury report. I just really feel like that'll have a factor in the game. Now, again, even if they play, they're not 100%. Now, I know no, no one's 100% this year, but Deshaun, back injury. Laramie Tunsil, quite like Fuller's probably not playing, which is a big deal. Big deal. Big deal. Deshaun Watson loves him. He's your speed demon. He frees up Hopkins. Um, big deal. Stills doesn't get that shit done. He's just not as fast as Fuller. Fuller burns through the safeties, pulls him back, changes the whole game. Check out Deshaun Watson's stats with or without Fuller in the lineup. Big difference. And does not look like Will Fuller is playing. It's a real number, folks. Like um, Jeffrey always says, if your hamstring hurts on Friday, it's probably going to hurt on Saturday. Yep. Yep. <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite... You know, I've never, I've never really had, I've been lucky enough to not have a, a nagging injury in my whole life. So, you know, I've always appreciated that angle yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah. Because I often overlook it. Well, one thing, I mean, again, wrong on some stuff, right on some stuff. But as far as the I told you so, uh, probably thing of the year, uh, when Nick, when uh, Big Dick Nick came back from his broken collarbone, and I'm like, yeah, he's not ready. He could make breakfast. He can't. Face is zero blitz right now, all right? This, there's a human element to this game. He came back and he shit the bed and because he's not healthy. I'm so, about a zero blitz myself, Hugh. What do you say? Um, stop calling me a cute little monkey. <laughs> and you can come at me as fast as you want. I still think I could take you in a 40, all right? Any, uh, any words and shut the huck up? Go Titans. The, Will the incredible Henry. Henry. Love it. Yeah, I like that. We did that last week while you are on the 401. <laughs> um, will he get it done? Will, he end, will the incredible Henry and Ryan fucking Tannehill uh, end the Patriots dynasty? We hey, shall see. I am so excited, folks. Happy watching all weekend. Yep. Wherever you're watching, happy wedding season. Happy New Year. 67 in the books. And uh, playoff streak. Yo, Hugh, we both got some picks. I'm, I'm okay if you go three and one. Yep. Right? Sure. Because, you know. I, 
Yep. Remember. <laughs> remember. Okay. Don't bet with your heart. Your wallet doesn't care. And while I say that, let's go Buffalo. All right. Hey, hey. See you next week. Same look who's talking time. Same look who's talking channel. And uh, we'll post some props picks for the big game on Sunday and the big game on Saturday. Giddy up. Uh.